And we're joined by Sean Alexis tonight. How are you doing, Sean? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> are you there? Oh, I was just saying something else. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm doing. And we're sort of joined by Sean Alexis. <laughs> no, no, I'm here. I'm here. I'm good. Very good. good very good. We're going to do something a little different. We're going to do a funny bit, and then we're going to go into news stories. Yeah, so the first thing that we're going to do is a little bit that I thought of a couple nights ago called He Said, She Said. And tonight, we're going to use uh, Donald Trump as the he said, and we're going to use Melody as the she said. Now, we're going to flip that after three minutes of me playing uh, audio, and we're going to let Sean uh, chime in as well to see what his initial thoughts are. How's he that said, sound, guys? He said. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Okay. Mean, so fun. let's go ahead and start. Give me just a second here to get everything pulled up. I'm going to start the timer. And here we go. Start. He said, she said. And a woman that looks like that has to have her own special scent. A man who looks like that has to stink like an butt. A beehole. Smart. <laughs> smart about what? <laughs> but actually, I am. Uh, actually, you're not. I think he's disgraced himself, to be honest with you. To be honest with you, you've disgraced yourself for four years. Boy, is she smart. I know. Thank you. I want you to be a judge at my next Miss Universe badge. Oh, he's so disgusting. I can't even. You don't need to put all of that product in your hair. You just don't. Yeah, you could just look like an idiot Cheeto all day long. Look how great my hair looks. Yeah, it costs 70 grand over the course of a year, which... He is a sick down, puppy. You are a sick puppy. How stupid are these politicians to allow this to happen? Well, my goodness, look at the pot calling the kettle black. I run, I win. Ugh, not this November. Everything I told you is all right. <laughs> If it's all white, it's all right. <laughs> Mr. Tough Guy. Yeah, Mr. Tough Guy, except you hide behind all these big dudes. Quiet, quiet. Suck it, suck it. <laughs> President Trump. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe four? Maybe four what? Brain cells in your head? If that's okay. No, it's not. Get out of the office. I will bring it back. Bring what back? Look at our economy. Barely moving, gasping for air, and desperately clinging to life. Very much like Larry King. Oh my God, seriously? <laughs> Nobody can do that. Nobody can ruin the world like you have. We may even have a space force develop another one space force we have the air force we'll have the space force we have the such army, an idiot. The i can't it's Shoot called nasa you riri <laughs> they have stripped our country of jobs of money is he talking about himself yes you have stripped our country of jobs money decency we're banned in like every country um, it's, it's a joke no i didn't say that at all i don't think you understood what was said actually you did and it's on twitter you idiot 
He's a nasty person. Yes, you are. <laughs> oh, come on, load. <laughs> Next. Making our products. Oh, that's it. Stealing our companies. Blah, blah, blah. You suck. Okay. All, All right. right. So Sean's this is what we turn. got for uh, three minutes worth of um, Trump soundboard and he said, she said. What do you think, Sean? I think it's cool, man. Like, I think um, I'd, I'd prefer to, like, prank call a Chinese food place with it, but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it going to be a Chinese place? <laughs> it's funnier. I don't know. It's just something about, like, prank calling a Chinese place with the Donald Trump thing just seems hilarious. You just watch a lot of South Park. Yeah. <laughs> you come to, you come to even, see I can't even say chicken. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I would say. You want some of my like shitty chicken? Person. Oh, I didn't do the beep button. It's city with an accent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sean. It's All the right, first Sean, thing that ready? comes to your mind. Do you want to do it? Three minutes? Oh, three minutes seems a bit long. Let's do like one minute. You, oh, you want to do one? <laughs> okay, cool. Let's do one. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Hey, here we go. Three, two, one. Starting one minute now. But if I get elected president, then you you will probably suck. <laughs> do you want to set up the meeting? <laughs> no. Fantastic. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, you go ahead. Hope to see you on the campaign trail. We're going to do it. You're going to do nothing. You're terrible. I run, I win. Yeah. No. Maybe. <laughs> I love China. Oh, I missed that one. I want to win. I want to make our country great. Yeah. No. You're doing the opposite guy. Of course I'm joking. I mean, you know that. Yeah, you're our joke. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> today, I'm very proud of myself. Yeah, that's like every day. <laughs> Snoop Dogg. All right, that's a minute right there. <laughs> oh, that was great. <laughs> there was a couple that actually really gelled really I well. Know. Dude, it's... <laughs> The female in me wanted to jump in so bad. For which one? All of them. Yeah. You, you just can't stand this guy, can you? No, and I can't help myself. As soon as he starts talking, I'm like, nope, nope, you're an idiot. Small potatoes. Make the steak look bigger. <laughs> See? I just have a knack for this. Oh, my goodness. I bet you he has small potatoes. And I bet you his oh steak God. is small, too. I don't too. want to think about Trump and any potatoes or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> no New York strip. No filet mignon. Nothing. No. Nothing. <laughs> He'd be a very tiny, terrible chuck roast. Nobody wants that. But oh on God. a lighter note. They're rapists. He is. And he's friends with them, too. All right, I'm having way too much fun with the soundboard. That All was, right. Okay, that was cool. Now Very we got to nice. go more serious. Okay. What's here the news? We go. Here's Rich. what Sean's here for. Here's what everyone's here for. We're going to go ahead and play the um, 
couple news stories that we found, right? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. All right. So first news story of the night: Florida middle school student told to remove Black Lives Matter mask. So we did a story um, on our last podcast about a teacher that was fired because of this, and now we've got students who are getting reprimanded for this. I don't remember ever reading anything in any of the student handbooks that said you couldn't wear a Black Lives Matter mask. Yeah, so her teacher told her to take it off. She was like, you just have to take it off. We can't wear that here. Oh, except you have to wear masks. Yeah, but the black li- or the black mask had the words, I can't breathe, printed in large red letters, followed by Black Lives Matter below in white letters. And according to the school district's code of conduct, political or activist symbols aren't prohibited, but faculty does have the discretion to ban anything they dis, uh, deem disruptive. So, so this is actually was at the teacher's mm. discretion. Yeah, so her teacher's a racist. Maybe. I don't no, know. I mean, I, I mean, that's a little extreme. I mean, wait, I, I mean, I don't know the, how the situation played out. It just... Maybe some people just like to have their way, you know? Like, some people are just like, hey, you know what? Like, my way is the law. And, like, they were just trying to get that across. I don't, I don't know. It so one thing like, that one thing here um, that, that was said is that um, Brown said her daughter was not offered a replacement mask and is forced to wear her original mask inside out. Um, according to her, her mother, this is America. It's about freedom, freedom of speech, freedom of everything, Brown said. I feel like if they want to wear, quote, Black Lives Matter or, quote, All Lives Matter or, quote, Blue Lives Matter or whatever, I feel that like they should be able to wear what they want. Um, it goes on to say that masks aren't required to be worn, this? but the district uh, heavily encourages it. This was, of course, in Florida, Stark, Florida. We always do stupid stuff. A uh, city I've never heard of. which means it's backwoods and the teacher was racist yeah starks in the uh central florida if i if i know correctly so with that said i mean what do you guys think about that i mean you know the thing is is that you know we just did a story about a teacher getting fired for wearing um a mask that promoted black lives matter right and so sean as a black man, you don't think that this is racism from the teacher's part? Because it says that the school administration um, doesn't ban it. It's up to the teacher's discretion. I mean, like, if I just look at it on the outside, like, yeah, I can jump to, hey, this is racist. But, like, I wasn't... I mean, there's not, like, enough to the story to know, like, whether it was racist or not. I mean, it may be racist. I'm not saying it's not. There's just not, like, enough to that story for me to go ahead and say, hey, look, this person's racist. Because on the same, like, if the shoe is on the other foot, you know, I want somebody to give me the benefit of the doubt. I mean, they may be 100% racist. But, like, to just jump into a story and say, hey, look, this person told you to flip your mask inside out. They're racist. I mean, like seems a little bit extreme yeah i think we need a little more statistical evidence on that right so if there was another student in the same school with the same kind of mask in a different class that was allowed to wear it right that might be an issue um or yeah, if like a more, student more was a reference lot- material 
Yeah, if another student was out allowed to wear All Lives Matter. Yeah, and I think that's what we talked about before, right, on our last one, is that, you know, this is us pontificating, of course. We're not experts. We don't know, and this is a hypothetical situation. But, you know, I guess the situation is if, if you send us if you if you have a teacher that goes to school with a pro Black Lives Matter type mask versus a Blue Lives Matter mask, right? Would the situation be different? And we don't know the answer to that because we don't have the statistics because we just won't. Because here's the thing, is that if Blue Lives Matter masks are appropriate, you'll never hear about it. So that's the thing. But, you know, unfortunately... I, I, go ahead, John. No, I mean, I think that uh, it's just, in my opinion, looking at the situation, it just looks petty, if mm-hmm. anything. It does. You know, like... Yeah, I mean, the teacher didn't really, I don't, I don't think the teacher had to care. And I think most of that kid's teachers for the rest of that day probably didn't care. It was just that one teacher wanted to make a point. And I think it's more about that than it is like, hey, you know, this teacher's uh, racist or whatever. Because, you know, like you said, you, we don't know whether there was, you know, other kids in the class wearing different kinds of masks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think people need to, including that teacher, need to stop being so sensitive. These are kids. Let them express themselves. I mean, unless they're running around with like swath stickers on the mask, let them do their thing. Yeah, and that that brings up an interesting perspective, Sean. To be honest, I mean, you know, does this come down to people expressing themselves as like I like golf, or I like the Miami Dolphins? You know, does it get on that level? Unfortunately, it's been so politicized, right? That maybe not, but. You know, if I can walk around the city and drop my daughter off at school wearing a mask that other people might find offensive, what if I wear a Patriots mask, right? Cowgirls fans will be very upset. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. yes, they're not going to, it's not, listen, I'm not delusional and I know it's not the same level, but I'm just saying though, when does it become expression of, free speech and how you feel versus political you know so if a teacher wears a mask that is you know slanted more black lives matter when does that become more expression versus wearing a dolphin's mask or a a patriot's mask or a miami heat mask or anything of that nature you know well the line the lines really need to be drawn at school the same way they do at a workplace it needs to be drawn at uh the line needs to be drawn at discrimination and any kind of things that would segregate or you know an individual based on things such as their gender or race you know because Mm -hmm. then that's different than saying hey you know i like blue you like green that's that's completely different now you know I don't see black lives matter or black lives now or any other, you know, thing that's fighting for equality as some sort of discrimination tool. And that's whether it's for women, for gays or whatever. Now, if you have something else on the other hand, that say, like we said before, the swastika or the KKK or something like that, you know, I, I could see that being an issue in school, but even the blue lives matter, I don't personally support blue lives matter. But I do see, like, I would be okay with the kid wearing a Blue Lives Matter 
uh, mask or hat at school because honestly what they're trying to say they support cops now even though the underlying message might be a little bit you know a dig at black lives matter it's but, not necessarily but maybe their dad's discrimination. a cop right exactly exactly and, you know and and maybe maybe this other kid's dad or mom is is black you know so it's like it's hard to it's hard to draw that line i think to what is acceptable and what isn't you know and what can be you know turned inside out and what what shouldn't be um obviously none people of us... need to stop reading into things so much and what what they need to do is you know if it you know it is what it is you know take it for what it is now like what you may know about blue lives matter the underlying intentions of those who created blue lives matter might be one thing but what it what it's saying and doing is another thing you know like you might know that hey this is designed to dilute the message of of black people that are being oppressed but that at the same time that's not the direct you know message of what it is it's saying like you know cop lives matter and that's not necessarily disruptive to school and education sure and it has honestly really nothing to do with school and education right i mean it's just a message you know mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean at that point anything you want to say melanie well i guess i'm just more passionate about the fact that you know cowboys uh or patriots aren't dying black people are sure so at the hands of police brutality so i think that it's a message that is an important one and she should be able to display it i think that the issue at hand is that it unfortunately this has been so heavily politicized Mm -hmm. right that it becomes like equivalent to walking into a school wearing a biden for 2020 mask yeah or trump for 2020 mask you know and is that the same thing no i don't think so but see there's plenty of high schoolers who are allowed to wear maga hats so yeah Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, there's government, there's um, government economics classes in high school, and you know, when I was in high school, there was a kid that was uh, a big, uh, what's his name, uh, George Bush Junior's, uh, you know, fan. So he came in with like a George Bush doll, and, and you know, and the whole hat and all that stuff to debate me because I was like the the head of the Democratic debate team. So, I mean, that that stuff isn't that bad. It's like I said, it's that line that line you walk when you're when you come to discrimination. That's really where it's at. Like any any kind of like thing that segregates people based on their gender or their race or, or where they can't come from. That that's where you got to draw the line at. It's not necessarily so much like politics or like you know cherries versus tomatoes. You know, it's kind of like it, it, you can't teach hate in school and you can't teach religion in school. And as long as they stick to those two guidelines, I don't see why you can't wear Black Lives Matter or Blue Lives Matter so, in school. So that's an interesting point, Sean. And before. We- and I promise we'll cut to the next news story here in just a minute. But, you know, that's an interesting point that you bring up. Um, you know, back when you were in school, you had somebody who wore political gear, right, to school. Is it, yeah. have we become more, I, I don't want, I hate saying politically correct. I really hate that word, you know, that that phrase. But have we become more politically adversarial? maybe you know certainly become more polarized you know to where the fact that like we don't want look we don't want anything 
to do with, you know, just just don't make any statement on anything and everything will be okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, like, I won't put a Biden sticker on my car because Trump people are crazy. They'll, I mean, I'm afraid they would mess up my car. I wouldn't put a Biden sticker on my car because dot, dot, dot. He's senile. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, but it's a better choice than Trump. Yeah. I mean, I just think some people want to stick their head in the dirt rather than deal with the issues, you know, whatever that issue may be. Some people are like that. They're like, you know, st- if I stick my head in the dirt, then it's not it's not happening, you know? Yeah, and I, you know, this is bigger than us, and this is obviously bigger than a one-hour podcast, but it, I, I thought it was an interesting take from both of you two to hear what you thought about this whole mask situation because, in all honesty, I've read, and we, we have covered... This is probably our fifth story now about masks, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. this is a big deal, and people are getting fired over it. People are getting suspended over it, you know, so on but and so forth. But nobody's getting fired or suspended over wearing All Lives Matter or Trump crap. Well, that was my, that was my counterpoint. And if they are, it's not being politicized. Do you think I people got two are... things to say to that? Yeah, do it. One, one, I think that they've probably been talking about like issues with masks in China like since way before this pandemic because they've been wearing them and and two i think melody's like ready to burn that school down because of the teacher (laughs) wrong (laughs) not cool no yeah probably (laughs) oh my yeah yeah Okay, I'm the fiery one. She is. She is. You're spicy. You're spicy. It's okay. You're, you're like me. You're married to <laughs> Melody a Rodriguez. Guy, so you got, you know. You're the one that makes food interesting, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? You're, you're like hot sauce, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Thank most you. Like you, hot turn, sauce. you turn bland food into like, wow, muy caliente. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. You know? What was that spice? Paprika. There you go. There you go. Yeah, smoked <laughs> paprika. There you go. <laughs> All right, guys. So we're, we're we'll move on to the next story. Uh, what we got here is that the this is something again that we covered in a prior podcast, but I wanted to bring this up. Uh, this is near and dear to Melody's heart. Uh, Sean, you might have caught some wind of this that the Black Lives Matter groups, multiple groups, have slammed quote cynical and nihilistic political stunt end quote by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Right. So he put out a political decree right his proposal is crap and uh, we have a lot of different sound bites i just want to play them in order if that's okay with you guys i'll play them one by one and then give me your opinion if you don't mind okay so we'll play the first one here i have been attacked by a vehicle at least twice this summer while in an intersection on both times i've witnessed friends be run over by vehicles I've had friends who've been arrested after being run over by a vehicle. I can't imagine a governor attempting to legalize vehicular manslaughter against his political opponents. But that's not what I'm here to speak to today. What I'm here to speak to today is the cynical and nihilistic political stunt that Ron DeSantis offered yesterday. It cannot escape our notice 
that the moment that Floridians are beginning to vote, this is the moment that the governor chose to propose this legislation. A summer of reckoning, but now that we're in the fall, he's attacking imaginary problems. If only he had been that preemptive in addressing the coronavirus pandemic, maybe 13,000 lives wouldn't be lost right now. So that was um, Ashley Green from St. Petersburg with the group Dream Defenders who was speaking uh, her thoughts on this. What do you what do you have to say, Melody? Well, I like Ashley Green and I think that she summed it up pretty well. Any thoughts there, Sean? Yeah. No. Uh, as far as her and what she said in her statement, the way I feel relating to Ron DeSantis is that he, I wish he would have just like addressed something more important like qualified immunity as quickly as he addressed the, the protesters. I mean, the cops are out there getting away with murder and, you know, different things and not being held accountable. Not that qualified immunity is going to all of a sudden, you know, stop all the police brutality. But I mean, that's something that would have been a lot more relevant for him to address rather than saying, hey, you know, like, let's let's deal with these uh, pesky protesters when really Florida is like, honestly, probably one of the most peaceful protesting states out of all of all the major states. Look at New York and California. We're not burning it to the ground. Yeah, I, I got to agree like, with you. I, we had some very minor, minor issues in Miami that occurred. I think two or three cars might have gotten burned out of the whole entire thing. That's what um, I'm saying. Like, we're not like we're not like kicking in the door to Foot Lockers and burning down like the Burberry outlet at Sawgrass. You know, like people are like at the most inconvenience because the cops have to close down a road, you know, like and then now like this guy is like making these draconian laws that are like basically like go ahead and run them over if it's inconveniencing you. You know, sorry, you didn't get your nails done today, you know, in time. Yeah, exactly. So with that said, I'm going to go ahead and play another clip. Um, this is from Marlo Calloway with the Pasco Young Revolutionaries and BLM Pasco. We are on the front lines. We are receiving death threats. We are seeing neo-Nazis, Proud Boys. We are seeing all these hate groups come out simply because we're saying three things. Black Lives Matter. And particularly in Pasco County, it's a pretty pretty bad situation. Pasco County has had a history of systematic racism, but we have been working hard over the last four or five years to combat that. And this is what's so sad is that this movement is years long, years and years long. Well, not only that, I mean, this is Pasco County. Yeah. These are, you know, this isn't your tri-county area, right? This isn't your college area areas your jacksonville's your you know tallahassee's orlando these kind of areas right mm-hmm. and this stuff i i guarantee you you know well we know we we went out and we ventured outside of orlando about mm-hmm. 30 30 minutes right sean and yeah, davenport and we definitely saw a turn in the flags that were being flown it was a different area you know yeah absolutely so you know we live in this you know tri-county bubble where where everyone's kind of at each other's throats but i don't think it's necessarily the same way once you get outside of that no it's yeah 
Go ahead, Sean. No, I was just going to say, what group was that? That guy from? He's from the Pasco Young Revolutionaries and BLM Pasco. Hmm. Well, I mean, not to sound crude or anything, but Black Lives Matter has been going on for a while now in, in other states, at least in like Colorado and, and different other states. I see them more passionate and taking a stand. And I feel like, you know, if you've learned anything throughout history, throughout Martin Luther King and anything like that, you know, you say all these people are racist and saying all these threatening things. Well, you know, stand to them, hold them to their word. If they say they're going to beat you up and kill you, stand out there in the streets and like make that. And let's put it to the test, because what happened with the, the difference in the civil rights movement was that he, the white America, suburban America was seeing the brutality from the racist individuals. It wasn't he say, she say, she sending me emails, she sending me text messages, this and that. It was no. Uh, Martin Luther King and other black activists were out there in the streets and these racist people were out there literally beating the crap out of them and, and hitting them and, and using fire hoses on them and arresting people in mass droves. So my message to these activists and these young activists is don't be scared. You know, like if you really believe in this message and all this that you're talking about, stand out there and tell them put their money where their mouth is if you're going to do me harm if you're going to do this and that to me i mean you got to stand out there because that's the only way that there's going to be any change people have to see the reality for what it is you know it, it can't be like some smoke and mirrors like the boogeyman kind of thing yeah and florida florida's a fickle monster right florida's one of these things that we're, we we talk very loudly and we have a very soft bite you know um with everything you know the same thing like you just said we we're gonna you know we organize protests and you know it's very very rare that things get out of control um, yeah i mean in tampa they had a two thousand person march here among multiple groups trying to get a protest together we got like 50 people this area is hard to get people out and this is during covid during COVID, they did a two thousand person march. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, hold these people to their guns. If you're going to be on, this guy is going to be passionate about what he's saying on a podcast to whoever he's talking to or the phone or whatever. If you're going to say, "Oh, you know, my county's so bad. We got the K the sons of the KKK chasing us and batting down our door and, and burning crosses on our front lawn," well, then you know, get out there with your cameras. This is 2020, people. Get out there with your cameras. Get out there with your friends record it go protest and show the rest of the world what you're dealing with because right mm -hmm. now it just sounds like somebody dramatizing the situation and and this is from a person that is pro black lives matter yeah sure no the, i mean it, it makes sense right so the one thing is is that you know look i can sit there and say as many things as i want right and whether it be true or not it is what it is. So to your point, Sean, get out there, confront it. If it's true, get it recorded. You know, if it's not, you have a successful march, right? Yeah, it's a win-win. Exactly. I mean, people, people, I think the youth, especially now, even though they're passionate and more sensitive to things, they always have excuses. You know, they, there's, there's a lot of like, I want to do, I want to do, and then they don't do yeah sure. you know sure 
All right, so I want to transition to our last story that we have here. Um, I picked this one because I thought it'd be neat to all three of us. Um, you know, we're we're we all kind of enjoy Disney, right? Um, yeah. And you know, I found this to be super interesting, especially in my opinion, because I know my company uh, that I work for closely models Disney in customer service, right? Disney has been heralded as one of the top customer service companies in the world, right? And hundreds and hundreds of companies use them as the benchmark for customer service and how to treat customers and whatever it might be, Mm -hmm. right? Well, I was really happy to see this, that Disney's Orlando Parks update decades-old foundational training. This is decades-old. I mean, decades. We're talking from the 70s, right? In response to Black Lives Matter. That's good. So what they've done... Our own president takes away sensitivity training and racism training, but Disney implements new training. Yeah, so I'm going to just read a little bit from the story. So I apologize if my reading is a little a little off here, my narration. But in late May, Disney leadership committed to strengthening its, quote, commitment to diversity and inclusion everywhere, unquote. And at that time, they didn't know what that would look like, right? Noting, quote, we intend to focus our efforts and resources to compassionately and constructively talk about these matters openly and honestly as we seek solutions we intend to keep the conversation going not just today but for as long as it takes to bring about real change wow unquote right now so here's the thing that was four months ago Mm -hmm. right so now they've unveiled their long-term changes in an effort to realize those commitments Right. So in a post on Disney's internal website, they confirmed a significant shift in the foundational training program that all cast members are required to attend. For more than 60 years, the four keys of safety, courtesy, show and efficiency. Again, there's four keys, right? Safety, courtesy, show and efficiency have provided a foundation for our culture and guided our renowned approach to service as we welcome guests from all over the world right as we keep moving forward and working together to drive meaningful and cultural change we're introducing inclusion as a new key and we'll be rolling out the five keys globally across this the uh segment wow so they've added a whole new key to their to their thing now before I read any more, I just want to say that's a huge deal, mm-hmm. right? This is something that's been studied by MBAs, by top executives everywhere as the way to do customer service. And I think by these guys stepping up and doing that, it, at least in my opinion, we'll, we'll get your guys' opinion here in just a second, I think that's a big deal. And I think that shows leadership amongst other companies what do you have to say melody yeah that's amazing and just makes me love disney even more we should go what do you think sean (laughs) i think that disney has a track record that's shown time and time again 
that they have uh, set the gold standard for inclusion. I mean, they, they have definitely, with their movies, their casting, their choice of animated characters and, and how they tell their stories has always been, you know, a stab at equality, whether it was for women or for, you know, race when it when it came to like Aladdin and it came to Mulan. And then you, you go all the way to modern, modern times and you have the genie who's now Will Smith, who's a black genie. You know, and, and then, you you know, the story goes on. You could go on and on with all the different stories from John Boega and Star Wars, you know, yep. a black, a lead, you know, and it's really nice to have a company that is setting the standard for Hollywood, you know, and, and a lot of companies, you know, not just Hollywood, but a lot of companies should take note because when you have something that's inclusive and makes everybody feel like they're a part of it, then you're going to be make more money because the world is not all white. I mean, the world is a mixture of brown, yellow, and everything in between. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So I just want to read this this quick paragraph here. Um, you know, we talked about the different keys, right? We went from four to five, inclusion being the fifth key. The additional key is also significant in that Disney's training system is frequently, again, copied by other companies, right? So by specifically listing inclusion, it helps ensure that others who copy Disney will understand its significance. Multiple studies have now proven diversity is advantageous to a company beyond the obvious ones. According to the World Economic Forum, it plays a direct role in increased creativity, stronger governance, better problem-solving abilities, and increased profitability. There you go, Sean. Just what you said. Exactly. I mean, look at my job, for example, right now. Now um, I'm an operations manager at an Italian restaurant. You know what I mean? And it's a pizza joint that makes great food. Yeah, I'm sure they were doing plenty fine before they hired me. But, but now to, they're going to do a company, 500 times huh? better, Sean. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so now, you know, like they hire this black guy or whatever, and he's he's running like a, a section or a portion of uh, one of their locations or something like that. And and now that that just shows that, hey, look, they're, they're trying to be more inclusive. And now that's going to attract a different crowd because now like black people are going to be like, oh, they see a black manager in the back of their mind subconsciously. That might attract them to go buy a slice of pizza, whereas before they might have been like, hey, let me just go get some Chinese food or whatever. Sure. You know, it's little things like that that make a difference. Sure. Absolutely. I see a theme going. I think Sean wants Chinese food for dinner. <laughs> Mulan, Chinese food. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, to Friday. I'm definitely getting Chinese. I would love some Thai food right now. I would tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't put that past me either. And I like Thai food too. Oh, so good. I bet you want some pet CU. No, that's mine. <laughs> I know I said that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I think that wraps up our stories that we have for the night. Um, it's been fun. What Thanks, do you think? Sean. Yeah, man. But this was awesome. Yeah, it's it's definitely been fun as always. So um, when are we going to Disney? Yeah, when are we going to Disney? <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm supposed to be going up to. Um, universal studios on the on the 16th you know with the new girlfriend and all that good stuff so i i oh. i must have i must check my uh junk folder because i didn't get my invite 
No, oh, you're always that. invited. Yeah, I was actually <laughs> thinking about inviting you guys tonight. I was like, oh, let me see, let me see if they want to go. Like, no, I wasn't I'm sure. I'm kidding. If you guys I'm kidding. <laughs> if you need to do the girlfriend test, trust me, I know. I've done it mo- multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. It's always a girlfriend theme park test. Mel, do you remember yes. about you? It's there's a girlfriend theme park test. There is. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. So, you know, okay. my, my parents said the same thing. They're like, oh, Sean's taking her to the theme park. <laughs> yep, but it, it exists. So we'll let you pass on this one, Sean. But next one, we're, we're, we're all going together. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, it's always a fun time. So, yeah. <laughs> for sure. All right. Uh, with that said, we'll, we'll go and wrap it up. Melody, anything you want to plug or say or any last final thoughts? Well, thank you for listening, and please go to our page, uh, blnow.org, and we're now streaming on Apple and Spotify and all these cool places that you can also hit the donate button, so please do that, and it'll help us out. Yep, very very well said. Sean, anything uh, you want to plug or last thoughts? Uh, don't, uh, don't forget to buy some merchandise, guys. You got like 10,000 million koozies. I know like beers aren't in right now, but, but get it anyway. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Get a koozie. And just a quick update for everybody. Our, uh, our articles of incorporation are, you know, everything for us to be a nonprofit is in with the state. Yes. It is in review expected to be back, uh, next week. Mm Mm-hmm. So we'll see where that goes. And, and this was recorded under our pack since we talked about politics. Has to be right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alrighty, we've guys, got a we've time. got a line to, to a line to walk now. <laughs> yep. Thanks, All right, Sean. guys. Well, hey, Sean. Thanks as always for joining. Appreciate it. We'll um, we'll call this one a podcast, uh, and we'll talk to you again later. All right. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. Take care. As always, any comments, leave them at our website or uh, on the YouTube, and we'll respond back. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Have a great night.